episode of Tales from Suburbia. I'm Ashley. I'm Melinda. And we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions, if we have some. And <laughs> <laughs> if if we or if we make them. Yeah, that would be a no for me on that. I used to when I was younger. What kind of resolutions would you make? I feel like it's just the same blase one. Like, I'm going to be nicer to myself. I'm going to lose weight. I think that's about it. <laughs> I think it's every year. It's like new year, new me, you know, and then it's not a new year or new me. I don't know if I've ever consciously made them. I'll, I think I'll start thinking about it months before. Like, I'll just have a thought of like, you know what? I should be healthier. Yeah, I guess maybe that's like it's an evolution of thought that goes into it. Yeah, I don't wait for like the first. Like, okay, starting today. I'm not like that. I don't <laughs> this have that is the mindset. First day of the rest I don't have that life. mindset. It's more just like, you know what? I'm starting to look around and realize like I've been eating like shit or I need to I feel like the holidays propel that though, because all you're doing is fucking eating. Yeah, I, I understand why resolution or why it's New Year's, right? Like it's the start of something. It's giving you a fresh, clean slate. But I think the pandemic has kind of put us on a hamster wheel. A hundred thousand percent, yeah. <laughs> like I, so I'm like, give... what's a new start? Like there is nothing new. We're in, we've been a thousand, at least now over a thousand days of this bullshit. I'm telling you, I think the pandemic did like a whole reset and it's just like a bunch of apathetic people running around and that's fine Mm. because I just feel like all of us are in this and maybe it's just our age group once again, like we are apparently elder millennials, whatever the fuck that is. And I think we're all just like, you know what? Kind of tired. I feel like I've lived 30 lives and I just want to do nothing and I don't care and I'm okay with that. And I feel like my tribe that's around me also feels that way. Right. So I'm getting co-signed for this vibe and I'm going to write it out. I think it's a good time for like new clothes, maybe because it's winter time. When you live in Southern California, most of our attire is shorts and t-shirts or shorts and tank tops. Like it's not. Yeah, we rock flip flops all year long. It's not this thing. I mean. Let's be honest. We'd be wearing flip-flops in the rain. I do. I mean, I normally buy new shoes during the winter and and some new clothes because mainly because of Black Friday sales. Well, yeah, but that's... I'm like, let me scoop up some some jeans at this time of year, maybe some new bras. Like I'm all I'm all for that shift. Yeah. But the day-to-day stuff, finding a routine when you're anxious or depressed, your routine is that routine is depression (laughs) (laughs) what was it that tiktok i sent you about like we've just evolved in our depression it's like you remember like people like you know usually like signs of depression is like Mm -hmm. being in bed all day oh yeah your home is disorganized and blah 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 but like you level up in depression people Mm -hmm. are saying right and like you're just functioning in it and it's just normal you're like this is just what i do yeah like I listen to sad music or I read books and I just function in the world. Well, I think it's a, it's a self-feeding cycle. Whereas like 
if you're buying into what society thinks your house should look like or thinks cleanliness is or whatever, I understand yeah. there's a line, like definitely like hoarder stuff. Oh, can I just put a pause on that real fast? My <laughs> mother, oh shit, I did it again. My mother came over this morning because uh-huh. um, they do that. They just drop in because my family lives close to me. I don't, right. We have no boundaries in this house. Mm-hmm. And um, I walked downstairs because the dogs are going crazy. And I'm like, oh, it's my mother and my father. My mother is cleaning my kitchen. Well, I'd love to wake up to that. But it wasn't <laughs> dirty, but it wasn't like, she was just wiping it down. I'm like, what are you doing? Why is your kitchen? I haven't been downstairs yet. You were the first person downstairs. I think this is a Virgo trait. I just sign, just accept It's that. a Virgo trait? Okay, okay. Let's go every back on time, track. Just because you were talking about. Literally me. every time I walk in my kitchen, I wipe mm-hmm. things down. That's great for you. Every time. Because someone else is in there in the meantime not wiping things down and i can't oh. do it well i'm usually like because i work from home and then it's just me and my daughter my husband will make a drink and for i don't know how this happens every single time but it's always <laughs> leaking is it a protein shake because no no, no uh, i'm talking about like a mixed drink like he'll drink like coke and 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 whiskey Oh. and ice and then he'll mix it and like it's always got a ring when he picks it up so i'm constantly wiping down rings oh of no. soda or or he does like the little pouch ones that you mix in water you know what i'm talking like a crystal light pouch oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. right he doesn't wipe it down after he's done no well you know so I'm just used to wiping down rings everywhere or crumbs everywhere because my daughter my god yesterday squand the whole weekend squand everywhere and i'm like girl if you can't keep it in one area it's gonna go in the trash why are you letting her do that inside because it was like a a little pack of like this big so i'm thinking no no biggie right but then she like mistake molds it over her finger mm-hmm. and i'm like it's it will move gravity will take that off your finger yeah but guess what i would mold it over my finger <laughs> i listen and I, I that's why i don't like i don't say no to sensory things but if it's leaving a mess behind i'm also not saving the mess for another mess you know well, what I'm saying? you know what we did is uh we um we took all the sticker books away and we uh, hid the Play-Doh. I can't handle it no more. I just kept telling her because she likes to mix everything. <laughs> my daughter likes to mix all of them together, all the Play-Dohs yeah. together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're going to learn like if it gets dried out because she won't, she doesn't put caps on markers. Oh, I did. Here's that. Here's the parenting hack. Mm-hmm. I did buy her stickers. And then I got her this bucket, kind of like you would get like an organizing bucket for files, yeah. right? The upstanding ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is for all of your, because she likes to draw and write her name and write her letters. This is for your papers. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can, and she, we are going to get stickers because they're right next to each other. And so when we got home, she's like, well, where did I put the sticker? I said, put them all over that bucket. Decorate your bucket. And no, was, no that's stickers where they in lived. this house. That's no where they lived. In this house. She does like to go around and put them on her hands. No, and my daughter puts them on the walls. Puts them on the floor. With stickers on my hands. And I was that's like, I look fine. Like- <laughs> if my daughter did that, I would be like, yeah, here's a whole 
bucket load of stickers, but she can't. She's like, I'm going to put this shit on the floor. And then you're going to have yeah, to stand here and scrub off. your floor. Yeah. And I said, no more, ma'am. Yeah. Gone. Well, so my daughter right in front of her, we were like hiding. I put them under my shirt, the sticker books and walked out like a thief in the night. I, my daughter did put them all in her room one or like in her closet one day. Yeah. All over the walls. That. All over the walls. Oh, in, in her the closet. closet. Yes. I don't know if I don't see it, but then I'll be mad later. But you know what? Point being, this is downstairs. I just said, room. I just said, sweetie, we can't, we don't put them on the walls because it can take off the paint. So let's take them off because you can't reuse them after, you know, they're stuck on the wall for too long. So let's take those. I mean, I didn't yell at her or anything. She, she did what was asked, but <sighs> point being, if your if your kid is, <laughs> if your kid is four up, I would say get a, a designated space to put all the stickers as like an or, art project or don't get stickers or don't get stickers if that's your thing also the squand i did not purchase let me be clear it came in uh someone's halloween goodie bag at daycare oh that's weird so yeah. that parent can go fuck themselves <laughs> <laughs> whatever parent thought that was a good idea unless it was the daycare person herself then of course not you're great fuck you're you wonderful. and your loose sand bitch <laughs> but Fuck i think you. squand is great it's great it's tactile it's sensory i love it it's great in a sensory box yeah where you can put a lid over it and put it away yeah but it was like one little dingy dinky little thing of like an ounce worth and it got like all okay like a cocaine bag <laughs> like a shot glass worth of freaking <laughs> squand <laughs> so funny. and it just is slowly crumbling away and minimizing away all of my table so yesterday i just wiped it all up when she was doing something else sometimes you have to and tossed it because i was like i'm not doing this i'm over here making homemade zuppa toscana and you're over here making a mess you made that yesterday yeah jo- per joseph's request you're an asshole minus the kale he was like well uh, but we don't so just that. potato and sausage <laughs> yeah <laughs> i did make a salad with it though we did have salad with it soup and salad and then we also got garlic knots it's very gar- uh olive garden of you it was we had our own olive garden because everyone they charge, is family they charge way too goddamn much at that place for what they serve i don't care i'll still eat the soup and the salad and the breadsticks and then i get a little side of alfredo sauce which I'm talking is the about only you, time i ever eat alfredo sauce i'm talking about if you order full-on spaghetti and meatballs or lasagna no. from olive garden I they're charging like there. 20 to like 25 dollars for why would i get spaghetti and meatballs when i just make it myself i also saw a tiktok that said like he worked at he's worked for olive garden and he was like they make them you know meat for sauce mm. after a certain amount of days oh no they'll make the meat for something after a certain amount of days it's got to go into the sauce after a certain amount of days it goes into the lasagna like it's just being just reused. recycled, man. Yeah, just re like reheated and frozen. Yeah, they have like a layout of how many days it can be in a certain dish, and it's like you if you're getting that lasagna, that that sauce is probably at least a week and a half old. A week and a half for sauce? Is they're like freezing and reheating? No, they're not layering? freezing. They're not freezing shit. They're not you freezing. Can't be, but that sauce has meat in it. There's no way it would go a week and a half. I don't know, man. I'm telling you. 
Well, I don't eat lasagna from there anyways. And I, I get the salad and I get the soup and I get the breadsticks and yeah. I get a side of Alfredo. I know that soup comes in a bag and it's frozen and it's reheated. It's well, so is Panera's yeah. and I still do it. So I'm fine with that. But uh, yeah, I, that's all I eat there. I don't eat anything other than soup and salad. Yeah, that's what I do. I mean. Anyway. Go Olive Garden, the land of soup and salad. I mean, what, what what would have mattered if I put kale or didn't put kale? I feel like that's just a sausage and potato soup. Then it's okay. not the Supa Toscana. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I asked him, I said, does it taste like, because I don't remember. I'm sure it tastes fine. Kale soup. doesn't taste like shit. <laughs> no, no. I was just like, does the flavor, is it, he's like, the flavor is fine. He's like, the only thing that's missing is the kale. And I'm happy about that part. So we're he's good. Like, he's like, get that greenery out. Oh, and there was bacon in too, because he found like a TikTok bacon and it's hot sausage which she looked like she was using some jimmy dean fucking breakfast sausage i went and opened my own casings of hot links thank you yeah um bacon so you brown the meat take that out brown the bacon take that out so it drains and then you start the soup i brown some onions and garlic yeah. in the bacon fat yeah 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 mm-hmm. and then uh i added the potatoes and stock chicken yeah, stock and sense. cream and then threw everything together once the potatoes were fork tender yeah that sounds fine and let it cook in its juices yeah boom, it boom, sounds bam. delicious sounds fine he could have he could have ate the greenery i agree or at least like i could have gotten spinach or something like that would have been fine too in my opinion because when i make italian wedding soup i throw in some spinach and people uh, like what they like who am i to judge actually i'm the exact person to judge i'm just kidding anyway Quit being, i have no idea we went on a <laughs> whirlwind tangent and that's how we do it here at this podcast i th- well come for a episode <laughs> about new year's resolutions leave with a soup recipe <laughs> <laughs> okay i will say uh for the podcast that i have my students doing yeah they did a segment of like holidays around the world now the segment was getting long so i cut down some of the stuff because the holidays have already happened it's gonna you're be a monster it's already <laughs> just it was, kidding it passed so we did saint nicholas day they did boxing day and then we did you know what boxing day is no, no. i knew what it is because i watched a lot of english youtubers but it's the day after thanksgiving it's kind of like their black friday but they have deals after, or not after Thanksgiving, after Christmas. The day after Christmas, they have boxing We have day. that too. Yeah. It's day after Christmas sales. Just call it what it is. <laughs> but they do other things. They do like okay. a polar plunge. They, oh, you know, okay. okay. They, um, I think they do donations like to give back to different like. It's like a whole Service thing. people. It's a whole thing. It's not just shopping for no. No, no, right. no, 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 no. It's not just about that. It, they like really are into the leftover portion of you know like eating leftovers specifically anyway i think walking is one of them and that just sounds like that's what you should do after a christmas (laughs) meal (laughs) you know (laughs) they're just more explicit about it and then uh and then i talked about different new year's resolutions or not new year's resolutions new year's uh traditions around the world so yeah. legumes historically are celebrated because they look like coins and so it's supposed to bring prosperity to your family or whatever mm-hmm. your your mm-hmm. home throughout the year so i know in italy and spain like you know they eat beans my husband's um 
family because they're creole and uh, i'm sure other places in the south other uh probably occasion mm-hmm. they do uh black eyed peas Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. His family does black eyed peas and cabbage, but that's supposed to also symbolize, you know. I feel like that's prosperity. just a very southern thing. Now, what does my family do? Mm. On New Year's Eve, my mm-hmm. mother buys canned oysters. I don't do it, but everyone else in my family, including my sister, they take and Joseph does too. They take an oyster. Yeah. Like we when we toast. We have our yeah. champagne in one hand and they and shoot it oyster in the other. You eat the oyster and then you drink your champagne to bring like wealth and prosperity. I'm like, haven't seen it. Haven't seen it worked yet, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you keep torturing yourself year after year. People love that canned fish, man. What can you do? Or canned shellfish like or smoked. whatever. It's like smoked oysters that they're doing. Anyway. What's that TikTok where they have like the Friday night canned meats? Oh, yes, I've seen that. Can't it, fish it, it lulls me into this false sense that I want to try it, but I know I won't like it. At the same time, like, how rich are you? Because the canned fish that they're getting, it's like $10, $20 a tin. Well, Ashley, if this is your thing, you're not going to spend $2 on a can, like, tin of, like, oysters, okay? I'm saying You're going to go premium top shelf That's a once a month thing, fish. maybe? I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking from middle America here. It's a budgetary issue. That's their luxury. You I can't guess. judge their luxury. I think they're probably both wealthy. Listen. my guess. Maybe. I don't know their life, but they intrigue me and I like their TikToks because it makes me feel like I can do that, but I won't enjoy myself. I mean, my husband and I do like a (laughs) charcuterie brunch. Like we'll go and we'll go get charcuterie based things and some champagne and we'll have our own brunch. That is not the same thing. Why? Is there a tinned meat in this? No, okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> when, I don't like tin meat. The only tin meat I eat semi regularly is spam because I like musubi. Oh, I love that too. I but, like spam. Spam is pretty good. I don't want it straight up. It's too salty for me, but you like salt. So I am a salt person. Yeah. Well, I'm probably going to have heart issues later on in life. Well, but it is what it is. We all choose the way we're going to go, I guess. I guess so. uh but going back to new year's resolutions i i if i was to pick a new year's resolution this year i guess it would be to focus on my health only because i'm getting the surgery specifically for my health yeah because i know my cortisol levels have to be out of whack uh for not breathing correctly not sleeping correctly um i think that that i'm hoping that that rectifies a lot of hormonal imbalances in the sense of like if you're not sleeping correctly you're not waking up refreshed or energized you're not feeling good throughout the day you are i'm constantly tired Mm -hmm. um i don't think i used to be that way but i i don't know that's my goal is that Mm -hmm. i'm trying to take the steps to like even if i was exercising i can't breathe yeah, so if I'm like, always like had a congestion issue. Yeah. So if I'm exercising really hard, I feel like I'm dying. And it was even when I was exercising regularly and pushing myself because I have to do everything through my mouth because I can't breathe through my nose. So. Oh, God. You must be a joy when you're sleeping. <laughs> oh, between 
the dog because the dog snores really loud. I'm just and glad myself, that when I and you happy. do our friend anniversary trip, that shit will be worked out. <laughs> That's what I'm happy but about. But we've shared a room together and you said it wasn't that bad. Little secret <laughs> that I have is sometimes when I go out and I know I don't have to be a weekend at certain times, I'd be taking a sleeping aid. Okay. But did you take a sleeping aid that night? Shit, I don't know. Was I, I pregnant? I wasn't pregnant. No, you weren't pregnant. I was. I take I take some Zequils. But it's not like it's a non-habit forming sleep aid people. I will me. not be judged. <laughs> but you know, I have to be honest. I do like the way NyQuil makes me feel. I feel like Zequil makes me feel a little groggy in the morning. Well, I always feel groggy in the morning. NyQuil hits the spot just right. And then because it has acetaminophen in it, I feel loosely. Oh my God. I don't remember the last time I've taken NyQuil, to be honest. Uh, Saturday for me. <laughs> it's I, my Those people have their tin fish. I have Saturday oh night. Oh God. Oh God. I don't remember the last time I've taken NyQuil, DayQuil, Zyrtec. Claritin. I'll take. I mean, I basically just use Flonase if I really need. If I my allergies are really really bad. I don't know, but I'll I take a Benadryl though. I will take a Benadryl. I used to take those, but then they said there's like an active ingredient that's like linked to dementia, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. But then I'm pretty sure that's a Nyquil too. So whatever. I think I've accepted that I probably will have dementia. So I don't know. They said the higher education you have, or. Yeah, the more, uh, thinking, the more you thinking you do, which you are thinking, yeah, um, you know, you kind of can stave it off a little bit. And Chris Hemsworth. Oh my gosh! Okay, so Cam really confused me. We are sidetracking <laughs> again, but you know what? This is this is welcome to the show. This is a loosey goosey episode. <laughs> is, that's all of our episodes. We have a plan. We have a structure. We talk about it. And then somehow we don't stick to it, but that's right. okay. Oh, I thought that's... you were talking about when you're saying we have a plan. I was like, you and your husband discussed if one of you gets dementia, you have a plan. <laughs> no, no. I was like, about... that's like thinking ahead. I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> good for you guys. <laughs> I'm talking about our podcast. You know what, you guys? This is what we're gonna start doing. We're just not gonna have themes anymore. We're just gonna come on. This here is and talk. yeah. This is why not sleep, no sleep is. This is what's detrimental. Happening. I, I only take my NyQuil or my Zequil <laughs> on Saturday. So yeah, I was tossing and turning yesterday. Anyways, not the point. Yeah. He, so it's like Chris Hemsworth has, um, oh my God, I almost, I almost said autism. Chris Hemsworth <laughs> has, has dementia. I was like, what? He's like, he's quitting acting. I was he like, doesn't what? have dementia. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I just read it. And I was like, let me look this up. This no, this fool, I don't, I can't trust anything. He's a man, he they glaze over. But it was so far from what was actually yeah, talked he has, about he's in this ten times, He's eight to 10 times more likely. I, I thought that's the statistic I read. He's yeah. eight to 10 times more likely to, because of his genomes, because he has. Because he has it on both sides. He has it on both sides in his DNA. Eight to 10 is more likely, eight to 10 times more likely to have Alzheimer's, right? Yes, yeah. And his grandpa has it. Okay, yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's a genetic issue. It's a genetic diagnosis. See, in my family, they die so early. Who the hell knows if that would have naturally happened? Well, I guess you guys kind of have to take your mom for it and see what happens. Roll the dice. I think it is, though. Well, my grandmother had dementia, but it was late onset. She didn't start 
like going downhill till 80 my she mom lives le- at 807 so my mom legit the other day was like i'm struggling to remember things at least she acknowledges it now but what's but then she's also in her mid-60s so i i think that that's i don't know why in my mind i have it written as like that's what's gonna happen to me so how about don't put that out there because i swear i know i know i'm not gonna be in that old folks home with you when you're being cracked out just notebook me I'm not dying on the same Just day. Come read me a story every day. <laughs> Let me tell you the tale of when you fell backwards on the staircase. Let's, Let's play this podcast. That's the purpose of this podcast. So we can look back at our old age. I want to I want to go back at 70 and listen to these episodes. Yeah. Just what a like, time capsule of crazy. Just say you the deeper voiced <laughs> one, that's you. You remember that? <laughs> The less cheerful one, that's you, baby. Yeah. That cynicism, bring it know. back. I, I need know. it in my life to feel, <laughs> feel it in my soul. Maybe I should start taking some ginkgo or something. But it's <laughs> like, I don't think it's <laughs> Ginkgo? That's what I'm saying, though. Like, I think, I, I really am hoping if I can sleep better or, like, my brain can, can rest better, maybe that will help. Because, uh, I, yes, honey, if you're not sleeping, you can get into psychosis from not yeah. sleeping as well. Yeah. So, yes, it, it's probably not early onset dementia, Alzheimer's. <laughs> it's probably lack, lack of, sleep. of sleep. Well, and by having my kid too, like I had such anxiety when she was younger, like with the monitor or whatever, like I would wake every little sound. I was like, is that her? Is that like I would wake up? And wake myself up with anxiety. I feel like maybe I should have more anxiety in my life. Why don't I have more anxiety in my life? Have I reached the point of like zero fucks to give that I've just like circled back to healthy in my brain? I'm just like zero fucks to give. Like I don't like have like sad moments. You know what I do have though? Mm. Irritability. Mm. and anger and i only have that around my period the week well, yeah that's period. when it's the strongest um, but i have like a i have my dad's temperament and i can go zero to a hundred real quick that's your dog no there's knocking there's like banging outside someone's building something who the hell knows yeah i don't get irritable unless it's uh <laughs> unless i'm around that time Oh, interesting. And then I'm just like stone the rest stone, of the You're stone. Nothing penetrates. Uh-uh. Unless something at work happens where it's like, I've planned this and then someone wants to throw a wrench in it. It's different when it's like, okay, every every month I go into every teacher's classroom and do a lesson. And mm-hmm. there's times when I walk in and they're like, oh, you know what? Like, actually, we I forgot we had library and da da da. I'm like, okay, that's fine. We're schedule. Mm-hmm. most of the time i really don't care i'll roll with the punches sometimes i'm hoping that they'll cancel and i'm like oh my god i don't know i feel like this last year i've really circled back and i don't care about things so like i don't get mad very often unless i'm annoyed 
which then leads to the irritability. Yeah. And I don't get sad too often. I don't get anxiety very much anymore. I just, I get anxious because I'm a planner. Only really in work. I don't really plan stuff. At, like, I have my routines, but if I'm at work and I have my plan for the day, and let's say I have four presentations and I have to pull a couple individuals and then I'm being told, hey, can you come to this class? Hey, can you go do this? Hey, by the way, can you go do this? That's when I lose my shit. Because it's well, that out sounds of my, stressful. It's very stressful. And I'm like, okay, great. I have to rush and do this. I have to rush and, re- and pivot to do this. Oh, you know um, why I'm not stressed out? Because you don't now, have to deal with other people? Yeah, I work for myself <laughs> now. <laughs> there we go. Everything you just said reminded me. You're of your like, own boss. Yeah, everything you just said took me back to when I was not. Yeah, and like I immediately felt that. Okay, okay, that's what happened. That's what happened. I'm glad we figured. Your I'm boss like, I, I is either you or a toddler at sometimes. She is my ultimate boss. But you know. You see, and that's where I wave back and forth because I'm like, oh, I miss like interactions with like people outside of my clients, um, like coworkers or things like that or like environment. But then when I hear people talk, like how you or my husband yeah. or other people or friends, I'm like, oh God, do I miss that? I Maybe I don't. Well, in education, it's like, I was thinking about all the breaks we get, right? And people who don't work in education, like- you guys are fucking spoiled. You have built-in vacations. So- no, ma'am. They need them because, like, mentally, these people are not well. Like, we would... <laughs> do you know how many children would be murdered? Murdered. Or you're murdering yourselves. Right. You're, you're not well. These people, like... There have, been, there have been teachers that have worked <laughs> in districts that I my kids either go to or I've worked in that have gone home on their breaks and killed themselves. Yeah, this is a real thing. During a day of instruction. Mm-hmm. Because they just snap and they can't do it. No, and, and there the are demands people, are very high right now in the education system. There are people in this world that would like to arm teachers in the classroom. You don't want that, folks. If that's the case, they ain't going home to do it. No, you don't want that, folks. You don't want that. You don't <laughs> want highly stressed Individuals. individuals to have that i know i know i know this is controversial <laughs> and if you're an international listener you will not understand what we're talking about because your country has some sense has some sanity <laughs> in it. um and ours does not their approach to education other countries approach to education is just wildly different and i say this as a californian okay yeah it's so, just wildly different. Like they truly value their their approach to teaching is just different. Their we their have education here system with is no different. Educational background, no anything. Yeah. Trying to tell people, not in this state necessarily, but in other states, how you have to teach to what they would prefer. Yeah, they don't okay. trust. They don't trust a professional, an educator who's gone to school to be an educator. They're, they're like, no, I still know my kid best. Absolutely. Probably you went do. to school and got an advanced degree and master's and a PhD, but fuck you. I know what little Timmy needs. I'm not saying you don't <laughs> know your kid. Of course you know your kid. I would hope that you know your kid, but do you, if you know how to teach them, then go teach them. Oh yeah, because they did so well during the pandemic. Oh my God, these kids. 
that was a hard time for teachers and parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought that that was going to make parents more appreciative of teachers. It did in the beginning. And then it guess did what for happens? about two weeks. <laughs> then that, what happens? It, teachers they, are heroes went real quick out the door. What happens is people forget because they're, they don't reflect. Uh-huh appropriately with with historical events and so they're just like no well that was then and this is now and i don't like it now yeah okay. none of us do okay bitch none of us <laughs> fucking do <laughs> we're all in that same boat of shitty and you don't i'm just saying f- these parents don't understand like you are dealing with a different brand of like teacher now i feel like you are a different brand of teacher but a different brand of kid you show me oh, yeah. in history where there there's never been anything like this in history because the last time there was a, a massive what epidemic, are the if kids you look, are like one to two years behind right now if you look in at the flu okay the schooling was different they were not hundreds to thousands of kids in a school no, they were local and it was and just the teacher like was connected to the community and everyone knew what was going on in all these families because the population was smaller yeah. and the parents were willing to educate their kids because most of the time they were already educating them in other things like life skills mm-hmm. because you had women who were staying home who were naturally teaching kids things right mm-hmm. flash forward to now the tvs and and devices are raising your kid the computer's raising their kid and it's no fault to you it's because you are forced to work because of capitalism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are forced out of your home, out of naturally teaching your kids skills. So the kids are having to look other places to teach them. And guess who they're looking at? Fucking Andrew Tate and bullshit like that. Okay. I'm 1000% telling you the truth. I cannot tell you how many times I go into an upper grade classroom and hear the name Andrew fucking Tate. And if you as a parent do not know who that is, go Google it. Mm-hmm. And think about if that's who you want your parent or your teacher or your kid learning from. Think I'm about just, that. I'm just saying, like, we were talking about, like, these men out here, like, going back to the school age with what you're hearing. Y'all complaining that women don't want your ass. Let's keep on this fucking trend. That's all I'm saying, because we really aren't going to want your ass. Because don't think I'm teaching my daughter to deal with that bullshit. I'm just going to tell you that right now. My daughter is not going to fuck with that shit. And if you come up to me and you're trying to date my daughter, you don't want this fire. You don't fucking want this fire. Everybody teach their kids to be better. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm I'm trying to tell my daughter, don't fucking even, if you even want, I'm not even telling her to get married. But like, if you want to get married, fine. But don't do that shit till you're like 29, 30. Don't do it. Do not do it. Live your life to the fullest. I just want to clarify, I'm not blaming parents for this at all. This is a societal issue. Okay? It is a societal issue. We're parents. I am not saying you are a bad parent. No. For because your kid is on a device. What I am saying is that society has forced us to have populations of people who are not connected to family, to traditions, to things that historically they would have been connected to so general respect is something that is practiced Mm -hmm. to become proficient and so if they're not in situations where they can practice that skill they're not going to have that skill 
If I'm in a, in a supermarket and my kid is running around bumping into people, I'm going to tell her ass mm-hmm. and check it. Yesterday I was at the fucking store and there's an older couple. They were older in the sense of like 50s, 60s, not like elderly. Okay. In front of me. And it was busy. And they went to go sneak into a register, a line that had just opened. And that's fine. But the, the husband dragged this massive box full of like pillows and decorations into the main fucking walkway and looked back and walked and kept fucking walking. All he had to do was slide it back. It's fucking pillows, ma'am. It's not like you moved a whole fucking end cap. Mm-hmm. Who fixed it? Me. And under my breath, I'm muttering, fucking assholes. You can't fucking just pick up your shit. You can't fucking just adjust. Like, and my husband's like, you are irrationally angry. And I'm like, it's fucking disrespectful. <laughs> rousey. Tell him rousey. <laughs> tell him rousey. It's disrespectful. You're you rousey, rousey. This ain't your house. You fucked it up. You could have easily adjusted and fixed it. And you did it. No, that's entitlement. But then we get labeled entitled. And then, but see, because of my anxiety, I'm thinking if I had said something to these people, would I look like a fucking Karen? Would I look like I flew off the handle because I'm just trying to point out indecency? Like you're, you're a fucking human being. Like, dude, you're an adult. This goes back. We're circling back to the, you don't (sighs) fucking take your cart back to the cart return. That is who that is. That's man, 100%. I did see them because they, I think we were, I was putting the cart back. And I think the wife was bringing the cart back. Not that man. Not that man. No. The man that fucking moved the whole box and acted like shit didn't happen. (laughs) Clip the fucking end of a cardboard box and you couldn't fucking just kick it back. Even fucking move your foot. I'm sorry. I know normal people would not get angry about shit like this but for me i think like you're selling short what normal people get mad about <laughs> for me i'm just like my kids here i'm trying to when i'm out in public with my child i'm trying to show her how to appropriately integrate into society and what how to do that in a respectful way and so what i'm gonna do is mutter in my breath that you're a dumb motherfucker who can't put their shit that they fucked up back properly kind of just like a whole thing about like that generation versus all generation i'm gonna fucked up shit and they can't fix it and put it back for us and then i'm gonna show her that it doesn't have to be that person i can be the person that's gonna put it back and adjust it so that everyone else in this fucking supermarket isn't banging their carts into a damn box okay yeah, that was really nice of you <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry that this, I mean, this is basically the bitch o'clock. <laughs> so <laughs> we just need to rename, rename our podcast. <laughs> Maybe that's what we do. That's just our new thing. We're just going to bitch about stuff. Get it out of your system, you know, shake it out. It's just like, um, it's the holidays, guys. We're all stressed out. We're all trying to get stuff. We're trying to make magic happen. But okay. it's just, I, it's the overall disrespect or just just not conforming to some societal norm. I'm not telling you to be a carbon copy of everyone in the world, but just be a decent human being. Yeah, but okay, I feel like that is like the main thing that we are always talking about is just being decent. 
Okay. Just, just freaking be decent. Like, yeah. why are we harping on that one word so much? Like, I swear, like, that's all I ever say is like, just decency. Just why can't you just be decent? <laughs> like, why can't we all just be that way? Yeah. And I, I understand that there's lots of students right now. I've, I've been hearing about it through, I mean, this is a countrywide issue mm-hmm. where kids are not regulated so therefore their behavior is it's appears very disrespectful and i'm not saying it's not disrespectful but i don't feel like kids are being assholes just to be assholes no but they missed out on like two years of like that type of development right and so when i because i've known the kids that i've worked with for so long because i've been at that site so all the kids pretty much that i've worked with have been there Mm -hmm. um like the sixth graders have been there since kinder if, if they didn't start new or whatever. Right. So if I'm in a room and they're a little dysregulated and laughing and giggling, you know, I might say you guys care about respect, right? You guys think that respect is earned. Can you explain to me how I've ever done anything to disrespect you? When have I come into this room and disrespected you? Mm-hmm. Never. Okay. So then why is this behavior? Okay. Please explain to me what's going on. Not calling them out. I'm not treating them like shit. But just because we're the adults in the room doesn't mean we have to also be victims. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That to me, that logic is, that's what's driving people out of education. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that I know that have left it. And I'm sure your, your husband, granted the population he works with is different. So maybe the cognitive level of understanding isn't there. But well, I guarantee yeah, his behavioral stuff he's dealing with right. is still like. But I, I guarantee you, he doesn't walk worse. in that room and disrespect the children. No, he would never do that. This is dysregulation. Yeah. So, but there, it's because they haven't been in those environments with those type of requirements for a very long time, and then a lot of them got behind one to two years in their education. Yeah. Okay. So they're not understanding the material. It's difficult. They're right. being asked to do stuff. And so when kids are in that position, they will act out. And it could be out of frustration for not understanding what's being expected of them, not understanding like prompts, excitements, assignments, whatever. Well, and imagine that you are 10 years old and you have the reading level of a seven or eight year old and the behavior is <laughs> Ralphie's trying to do some ASMR over here with a licking and everything mm-hmm. um and, and you have the the mentality of a seven or eight year old but you're being taught you know fifth or sixth grade curriculum and expect it that's the expectation mm-hmm. is that you're supposed to just know it and it's not I mean I understand that teachers are some of them are teaching you know what they can some of them are are differentiating and all those things but oh yeah even the level of play is two to three years delayed yes yes it's like paying a second grade or sixth grade and be like why can't you do it a lot of them didn't even get socialized for almost two years There's a lot of development in that time that they miss out on. Like, uh, I have this friend that teaches lower, like, is it kindergarten or first grade? But she says her first graders are like pre-K level. Mm-hmm. 
So this was happening because during the pandemic, there was online teaching, but people weren't logging their kids onto classes because maybe they still had to be an essential worker and go out. So there was nobody at home monitoring things or like the grandparents were there or they were at babysitters, like insert whatever was going on in your life. People need to take that into account. Like the world needs to take that into account that there was, like you said, there was this huge societal thing that happened that has now affected all these different layers that are manifesting in these children now oh two years later it's just it again this is a new phase of life so i think going back to the topic at, at hand new year's resolutions maybe it's just to be rational and logical and accepting of where you are versus putting extra strain on what you think you should be because the idea of what you think you should be will never exist again Mm -hmm. i think that's just like a good thing for all of us to keep in our head right now in our mind in the forefront is it's just you know trying to recover trying to recruit trying to find yourself you're in education if you're in another job and it's not serving you if your child is having like issues you know look into it more look into yourself more look into what is going on around you like that's a new year's resolution be more introspective and honest with yourself yeah and being able to accept that the norm doesn't exist it's never existed we all just masked and i think the pandemic really brought that to the forefront yeah you know yeah i think we're trying to move on to a a more comfortable place but at at the same time i (sighs) what's happening is people are trying to move on as if nothing happened yeah and not accepting that there was a big shift in society in people's thinking and people's awareness in people's everything and not acknowledging that is stuffing it down and it's going to explode and cause a lot of issues. Yeah. I agree. And that's what's happening. It's Yeah, I think we're just trying to hold on any type of semblance and comfortability and I think that we all have to accept that uncomfortability is just a part of growth and a part of mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And it unfortunately has to be recognized. <laughs> you can't just pretend like you haven't grown even if you feel like well i'm the same person i've always been think about in what time span if you look at it retrospectively at at, at a year right if you're looking from this january to last january what have you accomplished in that year and even if it's getting up every day and going to work to you know trips you've taken or activities you've started or whatever it may be you know, maybe, maybe the new year should be more of a reflection of the past. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good one. Rather than what, what am I going to do to best myself in the I future? Think that's good. I think that would be a good resolution is reflection mm-hmm. and acknowledgement. And maybe some people do that and we just don't fucking know. But all I ever hear about is the future future thinking instead of resonating with the here and now and then the past Well, because future you don't have to deal with what you're currently you don't have to like look in the mirror and be like Ooh, yeah you know you don't there's no accountability like, for my future self <laughs> no that's why it's easy to do these things because you're like i'm gonna do it 
but there's really like no accountability. But if you look back and reflect and acknowledge, then you kind of have to like accept some things and acceptance is very, very hard. Yeah. So let's reflect on this conversation. <laughs> this wild ass <laughs> Mr. Toad wild ride conversation. <laughs> let's, let's practice this. Let's reflect on this conversation. There was a lot of aggression on my part, at least. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't like. I don't aggression like what I don't like what me. aggression leads to. I don't want my blood pressure being raised by random strangers I'll never see in my life again. It really irks me that people irk me. Does that make sense? Like I want to be unbothered by people. Oh, honey, I don't know if that'll ever happen. I don't for think you. so. It's not. I mean, let's be realistic in our home. reflection. Why I stay home? <laughs> That's, That's why, why I'm unbothered. People. Yeah, because of that. And the worst time to be out and about is the holidays, because everyone's out and about and very bothered. Yeah, because we're all trying to make magic happen. Yeah, you're either trying to make magic happen, or you're pissed off that magic is or is not happening. Mm -hmm. The result never is what you want. Mm -hmm. Like your expectations to reality ratio is shit. (laughs) (laughs) So. You know, I, I don't know. I think accepting that is, is a difficult thing that. Of course it is. Yeah. Why wouldn't that be? Yeah. That's like looking at a lot of things and just having a huge, like fucking thing of realization pop into your face is like, oh, well this fucking sucks. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I teach gratitude. I try and tell kids to focus on things they're grateful for. I feel like I do that day to day. And so therefore when things do come up that are life-changing, I'm not as bothered, but it's those little like inconveniences, inconveniences that just really get to me with strangers. I'm just like, (laughs) I was behind, I didn't tell you my Albertson story, but I had another one. Why does everything involve a grocery store with your ass? Because that's the only place I go. So (laughs) maybe you need to manifest your ass to a different place. (laughs) So I was, I had my daughter, we had to go, my husband was making spaghetti and he needed sauce. And like, we ran to the store to get some sauce and he wanted some garlic bread. So whatever. Mm -hmm. So we go, I had my daughter because I just picked her from daycare. And, you know, she's looking at things and touching things. Oh, can I get a Kendra? Can I get it? I'm like, can't get me the fuck out of this store. And this couple in front of me, the husband was a veteran. So he got a Veterans Day discount because I think it was on Veterans Day. Okay. And um, the wife had like a million coupons and she's checking her receipt and some things weren't coming up. And so she's like, oh, but this is supposed to be 50 cents off. And I'm thinking is 50 cents saving 50 cents worth any of this okay let's reframe this um (laughs) and i'm here with my four-year-old and i want to get the fuck out of the store so if you have a problem with a fucking 50 cent coupon step aside let me and my three cans of sauce and garlic bread go the fuck through but why is your stuff more important let's reframe this why can't you just look at it be like you know what coupons that's great you must have the patience of a saint to coupon well i didn't say anything i sat there it was in your head yes you got mad of course and then you internalized it because i'm like i have a toddler you are too because then she made a comment about you know 
I'm trying to save for my retirement. Bitch, is that 50 fucking cents going to get you? Your husband's a veteran, a white man. (laughs) You're fine. You're fine. But maybe they're not fine. Talk to people who are on a fixed income because that ain't you, bitch. You don't know their life. If she's talking about how she wants to retire, she don't got a fixed income. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what? These exercises no, 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 no. don't no, no. work for you. No, no, no. <laughs> then I sat there. Then I sat there, paid my due, whatever. And this bitch and her husband are sat at the lottery or the fucking lotto ticket, whatever. Right? Oh, they Machine. went and bought tickets? No. Looking oh. at the receipt and heading right back to the fucking register for another fucking interruption. For other people. She didn't swipe the white coupon, bitch. She gonna learn today. (laughs) Listen, nothing. I can't even be mad at that. The worst experience I ever had with waiting with my toddler is when I had to take her for an x-ray. This is the American healthcare system. And we had to wait three fucking hours with a three-year-old. And I wanted to die. I will wait behind the veteran, I guess, and be like, you just need to chill out. And I think deal with it. this is why this is. It's not that my inconveniences are more important than hers. Mm-hmm. I would never inconvenient a whole line of people in that way. Understandable. But I think we've talked about that. Your expectations yes. are not that you can't put that on other people, like how you would do things, how you and me are empathetic or or sympathetic to other people's vibes or whatever we're not going to personally do that i don't like to inconvenience or i would turn to someone and be like i'm so sorry i'm just trying to save my 50 cents yeah that's for my retirement because because i'm on a fixed income like you don't have to that's your other problem (laughs) why are you telling everybody your life why am i raising my voice this is an intervention (laughs) you because i feel like my behavior has to be excused it doesn't just so you know it doesn't let that sink in it does not have to be excused unless you're doing some crazy ass shit which you're not yeah like you're fine you're gonna run into shitty people with this is again this is why i'm probably gonna die early because my i I get anxiety over that shit yeah that shouldn't have upset you It's not so. Is it rational? No, I know it's not rational. You. That's why I don't say anything because I'm in there and I'm just like, yeah, this is really annoying me. Get your shit. Get your fifty cents. So you need to. Yeah, you're talking yourself through it. You're doing a good intervention. Right. But But then I think pissing you off. Yes, because I'm like getting in my car. I'm like, I can't fucking stand these people. (laughs) (laughs) This is why therapy doesn't work for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying it doesn't work for some people i think well and from my experience i've never been medicated but i have lots of friends who have anxiety and have gone to therapy and also just like being a counselor and and researching and being i was a psych major before whatever in order to control anxiety or you know maintain a healthy life or whatever you need therapy and medication to deal to tackle anxiety appropriately if so you that, have a high level of anxiety. So, well, yeah. I'm saying that like at least for a little bit so that you can stop the the intrusive thoughts or whatever's going on to do the work, right? 
I would say if you're at that level of intrusive like thoughts where it's like just pretty consistent, yeah, you should probably be on some medication. Yeah. Like if you can't go into public spaces, if you're having panic attacks, if you have some kind of like <sighs> Yeah, I mean maladaptive med- or you don't know like PTSD, something like that, like, you know. Most people who do have that usually get on some med- That's what I'm saying. But uh I've yet to do that. Well, you kind of have I to just decide stay home. if it's for you. <laughs> I just sometimes stay home. Meds are for people and it just like opens their world up. And sometimes it's not for people. You just kind of have to see like where you are at. I limit my caffeine intake to my one cup a day. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I mean, sometimes on the way home, if I'm like, ooh, uh, Coke Zero Lime sounds good. It's like my treat. Watch out for that 35 uh, milligrams <laughs> of caffeine. It's really going to put you over the fucking I edge. I love our diet Dr. Pepper, but I don't keep soda in my house. So We have ginger ale. That's caffeine free. To uh, me, that's I like a, a sick person. Do like, you want to explore doing anti-anxiety medication or you just like, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to find the right meds, I think, because I've never been on them. So I don't know what would best work, but. I'd go down that road if I need to. Yeah. So yeah, let's make this year about reflections and uh, I guess small improvements. I'll say that. That's my opinion on. Yeah. Let's do instead of resolutions, let's do reflections. Yeah. And I think, again, I think some people do. So I, I haven't been, so I'm on board for this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's reflect and move forward in a in a healthier way of and when i say healthier i mean mentally how we we digest our actions Mm -hmm. i think that's the best you can do in this life yeah i really do because me reflecting the way that we've been i have like chest pains now so (laughs) (laughs) maybe you'd be able to reflect in a less aggressive angry way or maybe I, I think what it maybe is maybe that's what you needed is a little thing i think that's what happens is i'm not able to do it in this time that it happens in the time frame i have to push it down and mm-hmm. and then, and then, it, then becomes it becomes a bigger later. issue yes yeah, that's called so... stuffing your feelings <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm good at that yeah you are too good um so yeah so Let's we hope do reflective reflective resolutions yeah that's the theme of this podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let us know what you're you're reflecting on this year and you know how how that's going, how that journey of reflection is going. Cause I think I think looking back is is that that is an accountability piece versus oh my future self's gonna do all these things. Your future self doesn't exist yet. hundred percent. But your past oh. self made some choices. And maybe those choices are <laughs> ugly. So, so let's work on that. My present self needs to hold my past self accountable. Beautiful. It's <laughs> <That's> beautiful. <laughs> All right. So if you guys want to leave us any uh, comments or support us, um, you can always find us on Anchor as well as Tales from Suburbia pod at gmail.com or our Tales from Suburbia instagram account as same name as well as on uh, the tiktok yes ma'am so 
I'm going to try and do audiograms only because I have some time. Yeah, people really do like the audio grams. I like them too. It's just, I was trying to get them done and like the clips weren't working. It happens. It just gives the people a little sneak peek. Yeah. Although maybe those are audiograms or lies because we go on little trails of uh, discovery on They're these not little lies. episodes. Those things are mentioned in the podcast. <laughs> Anyways, so we're just, you know, happy here that you guys are here for the ride and journey with us. Um, Yeah. whatever that is, the day we decide what we want to talk about. Yeah, have a beautiful uh, 2023. Oh yeah, this is gonna come out next year. Yeah. Oh, it's so maybe we need to do a lot of reflecting because we're we're in the past right now, but you'll be in the future. So if you made resolutions, great. But also maybe reflect on last year and, you know, some some stuff that we we can improve upon in, in the sense of how we deal with. Yeah, come listen to this podcast of two uh, 30 Unhinged something people. year olds, unhinged friends of 30 plus <laughs> years, you know. Uh, yeah. And there doesn't have to be a new year, new you. Okay. I just want to say that. That's it could already just, going to happen. it That's could be already same going to happen. you, same It's you, same boat. <laughs> It's already going to happen. Every day you're going to grow as a person minutely. So that's already going to happen. So be grateful. <laughs> you're already doing it. Good job. You're already doing it. You guys are already ahead of the curve. <laughs> Good job. All right. We'll talk at you guys next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>